Good morning. This is the Ben O'Clock News. I'm Benedict Tesdale. Hell yeah, it's Friday. And I'd like to kick off today's episode by returning to some plays that I mentioned in a previous episode. Yes, that's right, on Wednesday evening I went to two plays made by some dear friends of mine from my time in Dublin, and I said at the time that I was going to have had watched them, uh, time got a bit confused actually in that episode, uh, but I can now say I did watch them both in the past, and I can now review them fully as an impartial judge, and I have to say they were both absolutely excellent. Scores on the doors, please! The first was How to Catch a Bear, made by Karis Wright, and I have to say, Karis is an exceptional writer. Uh, it's in the name almost, although it is spelt differently, right and right, although both beginning with a W, uh, so you can work that out for yourselves. And uh, this was an incredible personal story, wonderfully told, uh, using some brilliant animated illustrations and music and song and, and things. And uh, I have to really say thank you to Karis for that evening's experience. Um, it was really exceptional. Five out of five! And the second play was... Of course, My Lover Was a Salmon in the Climate Apocalypse. Um, An unusual title and an unusual performance, uh, but no less brilliant because of it. Uh, In fact, I'd say that its unusualness uh, really helped it stand above some other work I've seen in the past uh, that may may be seen as mediocre. Now, this was nothing nothing like mediocre. It was a piece of gig theatre made by the wonderful James Ireland and Kate Bauer of Bredan, theatre and uh, music live performed in front of you by a live band of three um, playing all sorts of fantastic instruments in in the style of traditional Irish folk music which I very much enjoyed and it was a real heartwarming as well as heart-wrenching story Um, some real great issues mixed in there as long along with some wonderful personal stories again from Burdan Theatre. Five out of five! Congratulations to Karis and James and Kate and everyone involved in both of those productions. Yesterday morning I went on a walk. I got on the tube in the very early hours and was in London Bridge when I exited the tube, when I egressed as it were, and I walked from there along past the Golden Hind, or the replica thereof I should say, and the Globe Theatre, and the National Theatre indeed, which had yet to open its doors, and I, I had planned to stop in there for a, for a cup of tea, but uh, the cafe wasn't yet open actually at that time of the morning, and I carried on, and it was a beautiful, bright, brisk morning, to the three B's of a great day, and I crossed, which bridge was it now, the the Waterloo Bridge, which is not, I'm going to say, my favourite bridge. I'd say my favourite bridge would have to be Tower Bridge, purely for its openable uh, potential. Uh, The fact that you can get a tall boat under it and it sort of lifts up. Quite an unusual style, of course, to be able to uh, open up a bridge. Um, Not as impressive, I'd say, as the Samuel Beckett Bridge in Dublin, uh, which is only actually attached to one bank of the river, and the whole thing can rotate 90 degrees to open up entirely, which uh, I've never actually seen happen, um, but uh, in fact... I don't even know if it's true, it could be a rumour, but but it's definitely designed that way, um, to get big boats just about another 100 metres down the river, because then there's another bridge which definitely doesn't open, Uh, so not really sure what the point in that is at all. 
some excellent news from my gastronomic system. I ate a banana this morning, and I ate it in public, which, uh, as many of you may know, is a bit of a risky, risky ordeal. Some people may judge the way that you eat a banana in public. There is a certain phallic energy to the consumption of a banana, if eaten in a certain way. Um, I personally uh, broke up my banana with my hand before placing the chunks into my mouth, popping them in like a sweetie. Um, it was a perfectly ripe banana, I've got to say. There was a point in the middle where it was almost going mushy, but it was that delicious sweetness uh, and sort of almost caramelised, you can imagine. You can imagine that banana split open and, and covered, well, like a banana split, with perhaps cream or, or chocolate or, or some other dessert-like substance. <laughs> That's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the Banana Clock News. I've been Banana Esdale. Goodbye. (laughs)